welcome to another edition of the Paul's Body Engineering Podcast. Today, we bring you episode number 53. I'm rolling solo again this week, and I wanted to speak about a topic, or more so a sport that I love dearly, and that is the um, sport of bodybuilding. I've um, been involved in the sport for a long, long time. My wife is involved in the sport. I've competed um, over 30 times, turned professional. Um, it is a big part of not only my personal life, but also my professional life as well. And that's what I wanted to touch on today is, is about contest prep. It's becoming such a competitive sport. It's actually, from the statistics I heard, it's, it's the second fastest growing sport in the world. And um, so many people want to do it, which is great. You know, it's great that it's getting the recognition it deserves. Um, and it's not sort of that taboo sport that it used to be. But a lot of people still go into it very uneducated. They go into it very naive. Um, thinking that it's a simple 12, 16 week process, you get on stage, all the glitz and glamour, and you bobs your uncle, you might get a trophy. But in point of fact, there's so much more to it now. You know, there's so much more evidence, so much more science to support the process. There's so many more knowledgeable, qualified, and insured coaches out there that get their competitors to a very elite level in terms of conditioning and symmetry and and competitiveness. That you can't just have it as a bucket list item anymore. You can't just have it as a, as a reason to lose weight. It needs to be so much more than that. The desire, the strength in your commitment to it needs to be so much more stronger in order for you to succeed. Um, and look, I've got no problem with someone coming along and doing it as a one-off. That's cool. That's fine. I completely get that. You know, it might not be a sport for you, but you want to experience it. That's okay. But there needs to be a period of time prior to a prep starting that you have to commit to to ensure that it is right for you. Now, what I mean by that is the process that is more commonly known as pre-prep. Now, pre-prep is giving yourself time to develop your physique, giving yourself time to improve your metabolism, giving yourself time to understand the dynamics around nutritional literacy and how to track your food correctly, how to cycle your training pro properly, um, and, and then all the other variables at play, like, you know, improving your sleep quality, your, um, your water intake, you know, managing your stress better, because all of these things play such a significant role when you're in prep. When you're in prep, your body and your mind is so vulnerable. Your mind is so emotional. You are quite tired and fatigued and lethargic that you can easily get sick. Sleeping becomes um, very difficult to do at times. Uh, you forget a lot of the time as well, so you're not... Um, practicing good water intake all you worry about is eating and training and even that can be subpar but if you set yourself up for that process if you ensure that your metabolism is nice and high your nutritional intake is nice and high your training is on point then the prep process can be m not so much easier but it can be more comfortable um look i've done some horrendous preps and, and that's no excuse me, disrespect to my coach or anything like that. They've just been very, very tough. And I've done some easier ones as well. Um, so everyone is different, but you want to set yourself up. You want to make sure that you're ready. You want to make sure that you're ready to go and ready to commit to, you know, a 24, 16, 12 week, whatever it is, prep, and you leave no stone unturned. And, you know, I've seen it countless times where people commit to a prep, but then within three or four weeks, they're cheating on their diet, um, they've got dramas, they, they, they're stressing out, they're overanalyzing everything, they're looking at all these Instagram people thinking, I don't look like that, they're, they're focusing on losing too much weight, like all these things come into play, whereas 
the analogy I used when I started my last prep, and it was probably my best one, I've done it several times now, is that I take all my stress, all my worries, all my all the responsibility of my prep, hand it over to my coach, and as long as I train and I eat, that's all I worry about. Everything else falls on his shoulders, and that's how athletes should think. That way you basically dump all of your stresses on the person that you put in charge to get you to stage, and you just do what you need to do to, to follow their instructions. Um, so look, you know, a, a, a prep, it's still going to be tough. It's still incredibly challenging. People don't realize how tough it is and you can't compare it to anything. That's the problem. A lot of individuals, you know, will not understand how challenging it actually is until they've done it themselves. But it's incredibly rewarding as well. Um, but the pre-prep, the pre-prep has to be, you know, no longer are the days where someone will come to you and, and look, I have this rule now. Someone will come to you 12 weeks out from a show and say, look, you know, 16 weeks out and say, I want to I want to compete at this show on this date. And I've got no nutritional history with them. I've got no training history with them. I don't know if they've crashed, been crash dieting. I don't know if they are under eating. I don't know if they've come off the back of an eight week challenge. Like all of those things are red flags. So in my mind, that person should not and, and under my roof will not compete because their health is at risk, their psychological, um, so their, their psychological mindset is at risk. Um, I would not put them under that sort of duress, no way. So that's what you've got to get your head around too is the, the impact on your emotions, the impact on your psyche. Like it's, it's incredibly challenging. You become much more irritated, much more irritable, um, very short fuse, uh, loss of patience, you're tired, you're emotional. But if you are aware of those things by spending a bit of time in a surplus and, and really focusing on a pre-prep, at least you're preparing, you're getting ready, you're doing everything you can to ensure that your prep is the best it can be. Um, <clears throat> you know, you don't want to risk your health. Like this, bodybuilding is, it, it is a very unhealthy process. Like, let's be honest, you know, you're taking your body to body fat levels that it isn't designed to go. It doesn't, it hasn't been designed to go to those levels. For males, you know, we're talking sub 4% for, for bodybuilders and, and um, uh, physique athletes. You know, for females, we're going potentially below 10% for some of the figure girls. So that's not where the body normally goes. So it is incredibly challenging. It is incredibly taxing on the body. But you want to do it in a healthy manner. And that's why spending time in a off-season, a pre-prep, and then a prep is the best approach you can do. It really is. Um, because you don't want to be dragging the chain. You don't want to be six weeks out, still have eight kilos to lose. You know, if that was the case, you haven't set yourself up and your coach has not done you justice. Your coach has, um, well, they've, they've um, missed the timeline in terms of how many kilos you had to lose against how much time you had. Um, you don't want to be that person. And you don't want to be that person that gets put on stage for the sheer fact that is your goal and yet you are completely under-conditioned and you're not competitive and you're up there just for a participation medal. Like you want to be competitive. You know, you want to be looked at. You, you want to be in a call out. You want to maybe make the top five. You know, you want to be considered. But you're not going to do that if you're not ready. And you're not going to do that if you haven't done the, the time. So 
gone are the days where people will do these shows for the sake of doing them for a bucket list for a goal for a weight loss journey or off the back of it a challenge if you're serious about the sport and you actually want to do really well you will spend the time like any sport like think about it you know and, and i know this is a, a, a bit of a hard comparison to make but olympians they'll spend four years you know, perfecting their chosen sport, peaking at the right time to ensure that when the, the Olympics come around, they are at peak condition, peak performance levels, so that they give their all. Now, while this sport isn't, or, you know, bodybuilding isn't at that level, we still, you can still um, become state champion, Australian champion, you can win professional status and then compete for money. Like, there are higher accolades that you can chase down the track, but you need to spend the time. Like for me to turn pro, it took me five years and 31 shows to do it. Um, you know, the first season, I come last in nearly everything. Second season, I did a little bit better. Third season, I started to place. You know, you've got to work on those improvements. You can't expect everything at once. So you've got to ensure that you take the time to do it. You work on your weaknesses. You, work, you improve your physique. At the end of the day, it is a bodybuilding show. So you've got to build your body. Okay, establish the division that you want to compete in and build your body to suit that criteria. It's very, very simple. And then engage the services of a coach that is going to give you the time and the systems to get you there. <clears throat> it's not just a matter of dieting down to zero calories and hoping that you'll come in looking okay. There's so much more science, so much more evidence-based research to support this process now that can be done in a much healthier manner. At the end of the day, prepping is basically a period of time required to peel back your layers of body fat and expose the physique that you currently have okay you're not going to develop a bigger physique in a prep because what happens in a prep we go into a deficit so when you're in a deficit the chances of you building natural muscle are highly unlikely it may happen don't get me wrong it may happen but it's highly unlikely so if you have dabbled in the gym for a period of time and then go, you know what, I'd love to do a bikini show. Well, whatever you've dabbled in is all that you've built on. Yet, if you have spent three or four years training, you know, consistently well, improving through progressive overload methods and hypertrophy, and then you decide, you know what, I think I'm ready for a show. And you talk to a coach and they say, yep, let's, let's have another six months off season and then we'll start our prep. Perfect. <clears throat> that is perfect. That is a perfect scenario. But you don't want to just do it as a, you know, as a, on a whim. You know, oh, I'll do a bikini show this day. Oh, I'll do, I'll do a sports model show. You know, the level of com competition is so high now that, as a one-off, as a just as a a, a flyby sort of idea, it won't work. And any good coach, any good coach worth their worth their um their dollars will either turn you away or tell you you need more time if that is the goal. And then if you're not prepared to commit to that off-season or that pre-prep, then that shows that you wouldn't be able to get through a prep anyway, in my opinion, because as I said, prep is incredibly challenging. And if, you, if you're not aware of what's required, go back to my podcast episode number two. I think it's entitled, Is Contest Prep For You? And I go through the entire process, all the highs, all the lows, all the positives, all the negatives, um, and really give you a breakdown on what to expect. But this podcast is about getting ready, getting into the best position possible to give yourself every opportunity to be considered to be competitive. And 
it's it's incredibly challenging, but at the same time, it's incredibly rewarding, as I've said before. So, doing the groundwork, researching, understanding, learning how to flexible diet, learning how to track calories, it it, it all makes it so much easier when you are across everything. You are well educated in the process. You know. Before you even consider starting, look up all the different um, federations and, and have a look. Maybe even go to some shows. I certainly encourage any athlete that comes on board with me that has is an, as a first timer. I encourage them to watch a show first because then they get the idea. It's not just because many federations um, operate differently in terms of their um, their running of their show, their entertainment, their emceeing, their uh, lineups, all those sorts of things. So you want to experience the experience before you actually do it yourself. You don't want to be blindsided. You don't want to walk out on stage and, and can be completely overwhelmed. You want to be ready, and that's how you be ready. You watch some shows. You watch some video. Practice your posing. Learn how to train properly. Learn how to diet. Learn how to track your food. You know, The more educated you are about this process, the simpler it becomes. I don't get stressed when I get on stage anymore because I know what's coming. I know what I need to do, and it becomes second nature. It's like anything. you know. Rugby league players don't stress when they're on the field. They've got a job, and it's almost robotic. They know what they need to do. They need to tackle. They need to run hard. They need to make their plays, <clears throat> etc. Bodybuilding is no different, you know. But for some reason, a lot of people think it's still a bit of an airy fairy sport. It's still a bit of a, you know, it's it's not a mainstream sport. I wouldn't say just yet. It's certainly getting there. <clears throat> you know, the likes of pumping iron and generation iron videos have certainly brought it out. But unfortunately. There's still a big divide between natural and enhanced uh, competitions, but that's okay. That's okay. Anyway, I'm getting off topic. So getting yourself ready for a show or getting yourself ready for a prep, know your coach or, look, or, or engage a good coach. You know, a good coach will have a track record. They'll have results on the board. They'll be amply qualified. They'll be amply insured. Okay. They will understand what's required. They've probably competed themselves. And then look at their track record. Um, you know, some coaches specialize in only bodybuilding and, and figure athletes. Others specialize in sports and fitness. You know, look for the the, <clears throat> the ones that have the runs on the board in regards to the division that you want to do. <clears throat> and then talk to them. You know, set up a consult. Have a chat. Talk about your ambitions. Tell them what you currently do. And this is the important part. Don't over... Um, exaggerate your current methods of training. Don't over-exaggerate what you eat. I hate it when people say, yeah, I eat pretty good, all right? Yeah, I eat, I eat reasonably healthy. What does that mean? Okay? If you don't know how to track calories, don't tell them that you, you're eating, oh, I eat about 800 to 2,000 calories. If you don't know how to track it, don't guess, okay? Because they're going to make the assumption that you still know how to track if you're telling them numbers, and then they're going to give you numbers to follow, and you won't know how to do it. So don't, don't exaggerate on any of that stuff. If you don't know, you don't know. You don't know what you don't know. So take that element out of it. Be completely honest and transparent. Start from the beginning, okay? This is an educational process as much as it is a physical one. Learn. You want to learn. The more you learn, the less stress you've got. The less stress you've got, less questions you have to ask, and the less you have to worry about, <clears throat> which means you're going to sleep a hell of a lot better. But get that prep sorted. And then if the coach is good, they will say, okay, we need to spend another six months building your metabolism up, getting your intake to an optimal level, training ridiculously hard. Now I say ridiculously, you don't have to train that way, but the coach will indicate that. 
and then we'll start prep for this season. And they'll also tell you how long prep will be. <clears throat> you know, I've got um, athletes who are competing right now and they've started at 30 weeks out because I needed that time. I've got others that have started at 24 weeks out. I've prepped a couple less than 10, but it's not it's not ideal by any means. And they were just in really good condition. But most people need a 20 plus week prep because that's the healthiest way to do it, right? You want to sort of trickle in rather than aggressively drop weight. It's, it's not a fun experience. So there's all those things. So have the questions ready, know what to ask, know what to expect, do your research, educate yourself, understand the process, view a show, understand what's involved. You know, you might think all well, the glitz and glamour is really cool, but you don't want to have to train really hard. Well, guess what? You're better off doing a modeling contest than a bodybuilding show, or it might be vice versa. You might love the hard training and all that sort of stuff, but you don't want to get up in little shorts. <clears throat> well, I'm sorry, maybe you need to be better off doing a photo shoot or something else. I don't know. But you need to understand the entire process from start to finish. That is the best way to ensure that you are going to be ready for a prep. Because when the the you know the starting gun starts and you've got to start being restrictive, start pulling away from social outings, start limiting your <clears throat> um, your socializing and what you can and can't eat and things like that, it becomes challenging. So you've got to be ready for it. Right, I think I have covered everything. So that is getting ready for for your prep. It's not necessarily getting ready for the show, it's getting ready for the prep, because the prep is the hard part. The show's fun, show day is brilliant. Everyone loves show day. It is exciting, there's so many people, <clears throat> there's no egos, it's awesome. So it's best to research and get ready for the prep, get through the prep, and then you'll have a blast. Excuse me while I have a drink. So, that's it. Thank you very much once again for tuning in. I really hope you've taken something out of this. Um, if you're interested in any of my coaching services, please jump on my website, paulsbodyengineering.com. Um, as always, please subscribe to this podcast on Apple, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, SoundCloud, and Google. And I actually found out this week we are on Amazon as well. So by all means, have a listen on that platform. And if you've really enjoyed this podcast, please uh, screenshot it and uh, share it on your stories, tagging myself at Paul's Body Engineering. And as I say to every client every single day, have a great day.